Welcome to Rick and I'm Chris. And I'm Ryan. How would you reckon it, pal? Well, uh, we draw a theme from a hat. We bring in an album we think matches that theme. We talk about it. We review it. Uh, we pick it apart and basically just have fun. Yeah. And- um, before we reveal our theme for this episode, uh, find us on social media. We are we're on Facebook at Record Night. Yeah. We are on Twitter at record underscore night. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if email counts as social media, but we got an email at <laughs> recordnightpod at gmail.com. I'd be honest. I'd rather be emailed than sent messages. Well, let's answer all of them. Just saying like, I don't oh, know. I don't, I don't mind either way, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are also on Instagram. Uh, we're record night pod on Instagram. Yeah. And every time we put on the episode, you should be able to find us on all those things. Um, find links or however you want to listen to us that way. But our theme today, the one we picked for from last episode or last full episode, On this our our forty eighth episode. Yes, the episode the theme is, dude. I'm like so high right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we we picked records that are are generally based on drugs, uh, specifically weed or yeah. marijuana because that's legal in some places. And two, I think that when someone says, dude, I'm like so high right now, you're thinking they're just high on marijuana instead of like, you know, eached out or whatever. Um, right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if I have any, like, Hey, this is a, this is a good album to listen to while you're on like cocaine or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, the record we brought today, what'd you bring? I brought a uh, dope smoker by sleep. And I brought Dope Throne by Electric Wizard. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Two albums that are very uh dope uh, themed. <laughs> yeah, very reverent of marijuana. Yeah, very reverent. Uh <laughs> they go very far with this. Um, but I uh I forgot who can't I probably came up with this one just because that's just something sounds like something I'd say. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> you did too. That's something I or at least a theme I'd come up with. And I, I honestly thought I'd come up way further. Or I actually didn't choose a record I thought I would choose, because um, you chose before I could. <laughs> but, right. Um, well, th- this is an album I've been wanting to do for a long time. Uh, just trying to like fit it to a uh, a theme, and this worked out perfectly. So, what um, do you want? Do you want to talk a little bit about Sleep, real quick? Absolutely. Okay. Um, so they're a band that they did kind of their most famous material during the nineties. It's made up. Uh, they're they're like a stoner metal band. They're like the stoner metal band. <laughs> yeah. Um, made up of Matt Pike on guitar, who went on to do High on Fire. Yeah. We got Al Cisneros on bass, who also went on to go do Ohm, and then Chris Hackius, uh, who went on to do Ohm with. Al, um, but retired from music back in like 2006 or 2008, I think. Does he still do drum stuff? Like, isn't he still like really into like like the drum culture? I don't know. I like, I he pretty much (laughs) retired from music and dropped off the face of the planet. Like, I tried looking stuff up about him, and everyone's like, What's he been up to? And it's like, Well, he quit, he retired to go raise a family. And it's like, Okay, well, that was however many years ago, like 14 years ago. So, I mean, 
I guess the, he could still be raising a family, but it's like he's basically been quiet. The German from Star 41 quit and became a realtor. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so that kind of that led to like their first uh, breakup. Yeah. Uh, so that original run had three albums. They did Volume One. They did Sleep's Holy Mountain, and then they did Dope Smoker. Uh, and then they broke up after that. They came back with the Jason Roeder, the drummer from Neurosis, and he's kind mm-hmm. of he's the new drummer now. And they did one album and a couple singles with him. The Sciences, right? That's yeah, the Sciences. Which, hey, great album. It's really, really good. Um, but we're not talking about that. One. We're talking about <laughs> Dope Smoker, um, which has had just its fair share of just weird, annoying background stuff that I think was a large contributor to the band breaking up as well. Just music industry shit, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. So this album was released at least three different times. Mm-hmm. Uh, once in 1999, once in 2003, and once in 2012. All different versions of the album. All different mm-hmm. labels. Um, so what happened is they were originally on Earache. Uh, mm-hmm. which they were, I think they released volume one and Holy Mountain on um, Holy Mountain also had kind of its fair share of weird stuff. It's not as bad, but they basically recorded Holy Mountain demos and gave it to Eric and Eric was like, yeah, this sounds fine. <laughs> so they released the demos as a real album. So I, the album's really good, but I think it does have some sound quality issues because they were recording sure. it as demos and the yeah. label was like, well, we're not going to pay for an album. Here's the demo. <laughs> Just release the demos. <laughs> so after a while of kind of getting jerked around at Earache, they finally like severed ties, got hired by, got picked up by another label called London Label. They're a little London bigger. Records. I think, I think they, they formed with Sire too, I think as well. Uh, uh, at least for the writing and recording yeah. of this, it was yeah. through um, Just uh, London. Yeah. Uh, which they didn't have any metal bands at the time, but they offered them total creative freedom and they're like cool well we're gonna do an hour-long song yeah (laughs) took them uh four years to write it and then like during the time of them like writing and recording it you know they were touring and stuff like that but they uh the person who was kind of like their go-to person at the label that was like yeah you get creative freedom left or got fired or something Mm -hmm. they they no longer had a contact at the label who knew what they were doing so they turned in this hour and three minute long album <laughs> and London was like, no, absolutely not. Like this is unmarketable. There's no singles here. Like what the fuck are we going to do? with this? <laughs> uh, so yeah, label hated it. They ended up releasing it under the name of Jerusalem because that was the, like the name on the set list for it when they played it live and they, they edited it down to what is it? 52 minutes and then split it into six tracks. Ugh. So you could like flip around. They just like gave it to some dude and he, they're like, figure out what the fuck to do with this. Cause we have no idea. And they released it. Uh, and basically the, I think the bass player was like, he didn't want it released. He's like, that version sucks. Um, he was like, I'd rather it wasn't released guitar player was like, we spent all that time working on it, at least release you know, I'm happy that something got released. Um, and then it 
came out again in 2003, basically like as the full version of Dope Smoker by another label. Like I think they had picked it up. And then finally in 2012, it got like a remaster. So like four versions, yeah. four like recorded <laughs> versions of this album exist. Like they ran through it four times, had four different copies of it to do. Um, so it's I think legendary forever. I mean, because I, I only really became aware of it after the Southern one reissued it. Mm-hmm. I knew about it before that. And I was really happy Southern Lord reissued it. Cause it's basically been really hard to find beyond like torrenting it. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Southern Lord one came out, they remastered one of the, the versions of it. And that's the version we listened to. Um, yeah, it's kind of the stoner metal album. It's an hour and three minutes long mm-hmm. and it's all weed imagery, uh, <laughs> kind of mixed in with like, like fantasy, I guess, or like sci-fi, like, yeah, sci-fi, fantasy, mysticism, religion, all this stuff. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it took them four years to write and kind of practice and get it ready. Um, and then as they were writing it, it kind of got slower and weirder, more just, yeah, but it, it's very kind of heavy trance, like dreamy. It's, it's a bunch of different things. Um, but, yeah, it's Dope Smoker. I think we should listen to the sampler listen and to it. get into it. All right, guys, this is a this is this is Dope Smoker. <laughs>
So that was Dope Smoker. By Sleep. Uh, so when did you first listen to this record, like, first time ever? Oh, God. It had to have been maybe, like, 2007, 2008. When I yeah, became I, aware of it. I, I've heard of it, and I didn't actually listen to it for the first time until a couple of years ago. Because mm-hmm. everyone was just quoting, you drop out of life with bong in hand, follow the smoke towards the drift, fill the land. Um, <laughs> and, of course, I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and so uh, I've been everywhere asleep for a while. And of course, uh, my group of friends in Texas, we all knew about sleep. We knew mm-hmm. who we were, and um, everyone knew Dope Smoker. Um, but of course, I didn't listen to it so much later. And I think my friends have been talking about it for years, though, like, you know, that area. But I, I didn't really listen to it. Uh, not that it was easy to find at all, <laughs> because like right. said, torrent sites, and also people have like, like CD copies, um, and it, that's the only way I think you can you can order it twice. You can get it on vinyl, you can get it on CD and lime cassette, and it's on nowhere on a on a streaming services. You can't find Dope Smoker. It, unless- yeah, it used to be. Which after I had uh, picked the album, uh, I was like, oh fuck, it's not on, it's not on streaming services. Uh, so I listen, on- I had to listen to it through on the on my vinyl copy. Oh, oh, do you, do you have the you have the reissued Southern version? Oh, d- yeah, I and I ordered that the, shit as soon as it was announced with the fucking killer ver- cover on it, dude. I love the cover for for this mm-hmm. uh, record. Um, very, uh, very Dune. Yeah, it's very Dune. I had to listen to it through YouTube, guys. Sorry, um, I, <laughs> I I I can't. Uh, I, I mean, I could order the CD or the live cassette, but I don't even have a CD player anymore. Um, I mean, you've got like a PS4, don't you? I do have a PS4. You're yeah, right. But by the way, it's like I have ways to listen to CDs. I just don't. Yeah, anymore. yeah. Like I've got a pretty decent stack of them, but it's like, yeah. Hey, I, have a, I have a closet with like a box of CDs, and I, I feel bad I haven't listened to them. But you know, I have vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one thing uh, becomes very clear as you listen through this: mm-hmm. uh, these guys really like weed. They like weed, and they like riffing. But the same riff a lot, a lot of this whole record. I remember, uh, I've heard people say, yeah, I've never heard a, uh, a riff go on for an hour and three minutes, which is not exactly accurate. Yeah, it does. It, it changes. There are there are actually 19 <laughs> different riffs on this album that do get repeated. They're all kind of played at the same tempo. Yeah. And they're, it, they all dude. start off with like some open, like, you know, just heavy, like, <laughs> they all start with that but they end they end differently um but yeah my my copy of it doesn't have lyrics but it has this uh, i sent you the picture of it yeah uh the basically like the order that stuff is played in so you can figure out where you're where you are on the album if you're just kind of paying attention because the way it's played is riffs are introduced just like on guitar alone. He plays like two bars of the riff and then the whole band comes in and plays some stuff. So you can just kind of, all right, yeah. Matt's playing this part twice and then we play it four times together. And then Matt plays this next part twice. And then all of us are in it together. I did kind uh, of, was so a fun like, way to they, follow along. Like, did they change at this point? Like, like I did have a little bit of follow, trouble following it, but um, I, I, I got, I, I understood like later on to it, like how it was, be done and I, I, fuck man that's it's cool that they still had that i had a picture of what it was done that way mm-hmm. which is which is but i did find lyrics yes yeah. <laughs> so, you know? i did i i you, you have to look them up but uh yeah. 
I do I do love the names of some of the sections. Dude. So we've got like departure. It opens with yeah. departure. There's a space jam in there. There's a section called cultivator. There's two Sonic sections. Titan hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just re- it's repeated. You know, yeah, yeah. So they, they move around like it's not moving just like linearly through the through the stuff like stuff repeats. Um, but yeah, it's got a section called blackened hot lava man. Iomi's <laughs> vault. Yeah, I, I'm wondering what came out first, the Space Jam or actually Space Jam the movie? Oh shit, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, well, because this came out in 1999. When did you? Sp- I'm not gonna look. Mm, I'm not when Space Jam came out. One second. <laughs> You're I, the movie guy. You gotta know. Yeah. I, I didn't even watch the sequels. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna waste my time doing that. Um, Space Jam came out in '96. Mm, so, but I just may I feel like they're not talking about the Michael Jordan Looney Tunes you, basketball movie. Do you know for sure though? No. Okay. But <laughs> uh, you know what? Next time, next time I see Matt Pike, which uh, when I don't know when he's coming through again, um, I'll ask him about Space yeah. Jam. He's like he just released a solo album, so maybe he'll be touring. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I, I see pictures of him. Like, he looks different. Like, sometimes he looks like Vince Neil, and sometimes you get. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's Matt Pike. But he though. never has a shirt on. No, uh, and you know what? I appreciate that, and don't at the same time. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you, do you know guys that would just walk around their shops just all the time for no reason? I don't know if I knew them, but I've seen them. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them too. I'm aware uh, of them. Familiar. I remember there was this commercial on MTV where it shows this guy. It was like MTV, like promoting itself. It shows this guy. He's working at like as a cook or like a. Uh, like a he works at a restaurant and it shows him mm-hmm. he paid in cash. Uh, he walks into a pawn shop, walks out with a guitar case. He opens the guitar case, pulls the shirt, starts playing guitar, like in, in his like shitty apartment. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's just something that people do. They take their shirt off to rock. I do not. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it gets hot on stage. You know what? I'm gonna try doing that. I'm gonna take my shirt off next time to try to rock and see if it helps me. And if it, does, <laughs> if it doesn't, I'm gonna call it bullshit. <laughs> but no, sleep, uh, sleep, dose smoker. Uh, people will tell you to listen to this high. You don't have to at all. Listen to this mm-hmm. high if you don't want I to. I didn't. Uh, I know I've told people to don't listen to this high because they're doing it with the working. Not that it stops you from being high. People get high all the time for the stupid reasons. But this, if you aren't into Doom, this is something you're going to kind of hate. Uh, Maybe. I. This is one of those albums that it's so like singular and unique that I think everyone should at least try it mm-hmm. try it once. I know like an hour is kind of a, a commitment for one song, but like this thing is an experience. I think you liked it more than I did. <laughs> no, this is, this is like one of my favorite albums. I love this. So I, I definitely I get the appeal of it and I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed, I enjoyed part of listening to this, um, but it is a, it to me, like I'm like, there are 19 riffs. But they're indistinguishable from the last one. But <laughs> I do get like the appeal because there's the, in my, I listened to this like six times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, each time I listened to it, I heard something different or something that was in the background or something right. that was slightly done. They kept it interesting in that aspect. Um, it, I, I, there are people out there that are going to be harsher on this than I am because I, I like most of it. I'm going to assume to that for sure. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely slow moving. Like, yeah the first almost three minutes of this track are just guitar. 
Yeah, just because there's nothing else. And <laughs> then uh, the vocals don't come in until like eight minutes and 30 seconds in. And like that is a hell of an intro. Don't really expect a melody because it's more like chanting the like the lyrics to this thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's just kind of the way uh, Al Cisneros sings. Like he puts that over into Ohm. It like I think it brings this kind of like I, like I don't know religious ceremony mysticism yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. I do want to mention some of the things that they say in this <laughs> real quick. Oh, I wrote I wrote down all of my favorite lyrics. Maybe we'll we'll take turns. Okay. Um, why don't you start first then? Uh, well, you've got the the opening line, uh, kind of the thesis statement, I guess, which yeah. is drop out of life with bong in hand, follow the smoke to the rift filled land. Yeah, they say that twice because they didn't, which, didn't need to let you know. <laughs> if you're, th- if you're, man, if you're thinking about it and how long it takes to get somewhere, if yeah. you, it, it, as a weed experience, if you smoke <laughs> up as this track is starting, you will probably start to feel the effects of it right around the time he says <laughs> drop out of life with bong in hand. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll sort of do like, I'm so high right now. And that's when you'll, that's when he'll, he'll hit you with the drop out of life with bong in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, that's going to hit as soon as you start to feel the effects of what you smoked. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's heavy. This, this, this uh, song is heavy. Um, mm-hmm. So don't expect like, you know, I don't know. Fuck, whatever. It's heavy song. (laughs) Guitar is bass drum. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's got, I think, like the perfect guitar tone for this kind of thing. Like it sounds smoky and thick. Uh, Like, I think I wrote down that it sounds like the audio version of somebody hotboxing something. (laughs) That sounds good. Especially with the cover, you're sort of thinking, you're still with the cover of the new one, you're thinking, like trudging through the desert, you know, that's mm-hmm. what you're going to be thinking about. Um, but another line I, I love in this, uh, it says lungs, lungs men unearth the creed of a <laughs> So, Oh, we can, we can even say the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, procession of the weed priests to cross the sands. Desert, desert legion smoke covenant is complete. Herb bales retied to the backs of beasts. Yeah, so, I felt like they were they were trying stuff, and then they're like, "Let's just say weed priests." <laughs> like they, they, <laughs> he's like, "We don't need to actually, you know, come up with a hashishian or or a weedian. We'll just do weed priests, which is fine." <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah, I just, God, I love the like. I don't know if they're like creatures or people that they come up with because you've got the uh, the weedians, mm-hmm. the hashishians, the weed priests, the lungsmen, the marijuana. Yeah, I do. I do like that also uh, when they mentioned the onward caravan, prepare a new bong, which is something I, I imagine <laughs> like like people after re, after you know wearing this, they'll they'll be in their uh, apartment with their roommate because that's all you think about, and they'd be mm-hmm. like, prepare a new bong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just it's they love weed so much. I love it. Like oh, uh, green yeah. green herbsmen serve rightful king. Hemp seed <laughs> uh, caravan carries. Yeah, yeah. In a hold, on, I'm trying to find them. Uh, yeah, where they talk about. Uh, <laughs> God damn! I just yeah, listening to this, uh, I definitely was just like kind of kind of uh, smirking while reading the lyrics along with this. Oh, uh, when they mentioned uh, green coochie, it's like God yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, marijuana escapes Earth to cultivate. Oh uh, man! Uh, but here we go. Here's here's another. So 
they do try to like kind of like elevate the weed thing. They're not just yeah. like I like getting high. Like they they chant it. They use kind of like uh, almost like biblical speak using yeah. also these weed terms. Like they say, grow room is church temple of <laughs> new stoner breed, which I, they are new stoner breed um, mm-hmm. because yes, yeah, because the whole thing is about like using marijuana to kind of reach this new plane of existence and go on your religious pilgrimage to, yeah, do something like they use a lot of, they use some like Rastafarian words uh, and stuff in there, just like really trying to connect the weed to the, the spiritual experience. I gotta be honest. Some, some of it just looks like it was done for comedic effect. <laughs> um, that it, it definitely feels like that but i also like based on the rest of it it's like i can't yeah. tell how tongue-in-cheek it is yeah the sound like, of god israel yeah and- marijuana has to be a joke <laughs> but at the same time with the rest of what they're saying it's like are they serious the music itself is is a uh, great by the way i mean like like the, the musicianship these people can fucking play mike mm-hmm. mike knows how knows the way our fretboard and uh, everything else involved because there's even like throughout this there's also um kind of hard time signatures to nail down like you get four four obviously or you know <laughs> two two even but like um but you need to hear some weird time signatures i think you added a part in the sample where you're like like i'm trying to nod my head to this but i can't quite catch the beat to it um mm-hmm. yeah they do but, that a lot where like yeah. it feels very uh like nebulous like mm-hmm. you're not spending the whole time just kind of nodding your head. Cause they're always kind of, they're doing something like just weird with it. Yeah. Which I really appreciate. It ends how it begins, which is pretty cool. Like it's just, just one big circle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, which with the same lyrics too. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I put that so, in the sampler too. So yeah. If, if you smoke a lot and then it comes in with drop off life with bong in hand, you might get a grip to yourself the last time they say it an hour later. <laughs> If, right. um, yeah so yeah but so then, along but with the musicianship like there's good musicianship but there's also like a certain level of like endurance on this because mm-hmm. i think they played it through straight uh, they've they've had to tour in this right when they played the whole thing right mm-hmm. yeah so or I mean, maybe i think i read something during the like recording process like i think they played it in 22 minute chunks because that was the total amount of time they had on a reel to reel oh yeah so but even then, like it's it's not noticeable that they had stopped playing and picked it back up. Like oh, this yeah. thing is very well uh, constructed and well played. That like you're you don't see the seams. Yeah, that, which is important. I think. Uh, I mean, imagine like tying yourself and be like, "Oh, the the real wheels about to stop. Let's make sure we can pick this up again." <laughs> yeah, you know? and I maybe that comes with the the four years of writing it and practicing it because. So- in the picture I sent you that has the like thing, they have a line that says like make like work on transition, like make this smoother or something like that. How many LPs is it two? It is. Yeah. It's two LPs, three sides. Um, okay. Typically what they do on releases of this, I think they've done it on every release is they have the dope smoker track and then they'll have like one or two bonus live tracks mm-hmm. that just kind of like, existed and were played live for a while but never had real recordings until the sciences came out which the sciences is a really good album but it's made up of sleep songs that were just never recorded so it's like 
almost like a lost album. Like I think 75% of that album is stuff that like they had written in the nineties that they just never recorded because they broke up. Yeah. Okay. Does that, does that upset you a little bit? No, I like it. I, I wanted to hear real versions of those songs because <laughs> on all the versions of dope smoker I have, I have these live versions of songs that, you know, they were nineties live recording, so they didn't yeah. sound great. So you're like listening through just like, and they're playing fucking loud. So it's just like walls of static. And you're like, I think I hear a song in there. Are they one of those, aren't they one of those bands that are just so fucking loud that like you probably should bring like, like earplugs to the rent the, the yeah movie? I saw them live and did not have earplugs um and have ear damage because of that concert. <laughs> uh, but part of so part of how they got the guitar tone on this album is they have custom amps that are so fucking loud that the the myth or the story is that like other people couldn't be in the room with them playing live because it was so loud. Fuck dude. When they that, were that, playing. That was driving me nuts. I mean, maybe. It's it's <laughs> I mean, they really actually went up to eleven. So like Exactly. But um yeah, yeah, uh I I tried to get this to look as loud as I could listen to this on my uh, on my headphones. Um when listening to the smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, it I either I have shitty hearing or you know, my, my headphones get that loud. <laughs> I I also think the YouTube version's a little a little quieter. Uh, and I think just by nature of uploading to YouTube, you lose a little bit of quality. Just so you guys know, Southern Lord did upload this to the YouTube. It's not like they uh they're like steal people. Someone pirated it and put it on there. Mm-hmm. The record they will put the fucking thing on YouTube for people to listen to. So don't feel bad if you listen to it that way. <laughs> uh, so there's parts on this where uh. The bass, especially, like, will cut through the mix. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is really cool, but there's a part where he's kind of holding this one note that, like, hits the perfect resonant frequency of my apartment, I guess. <laughs> so it's like, I was listening to it at a normal volume, and I kept having to turn it down because it was shaking my entire apartment, <laughs> just him hitting this, like, and it's only, like, one part, but he does it. It lasts about a minute, and I'm just like, fuck, my neighbors are going to hate me. Just in the sleeper three dudes. So uh, get that in mind when you listen to this. Um, because I mean, I, that, that boy, I mean, I guess both bands was two, just three dudes, but, but it, it's, it's, it feels filled. Like you said, hotboxing, it feels dense mm-hmm. and in, in the way that, that no, a few other bands can do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, I mean, we'll get into that when we, uh, talk about yours a little bit is like, I feel like everything in here really kind of fits the like stoner sound, like everything I think just like sounds good to listen to Mm -hmm. whether like, whether you're like digging the riffs or how long the album is or anything like that. It's just like when he's sitting there just playing for almost three minutes on the guitar and it's like, Oh yeah, that's the, that's the fucking perfect guitar tone for this. (laughs) Like, yeah, that, that bass sounds amazing. Yeah. The drums are cool. The way he's singing, like it all, it all fits together and kind of like just this really thick, like atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's a really cool record. And I, I, when, when I come see you in San Diego, I'm mm-hmm. going to ask to take a look at the, at the actual, at the actual vinyl version you have. Yeah. It's purple. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, and we'll talk about purple vinyl here in a second. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, man, those fuckers sleep. Uh, everyone knows who's. I mean, people sleep are are pretty. They're they're known for this, and I, it's gonna be kind of hard to 
if they ever want to skip the shadow of this, good luck, man. <laughs> like, like, yeah, this is they a. Tried. Uh, I know, I know. Some people prefer uh, Holy Mountain just because it's a little bit more manageable. But are they are they are they contrarians though? No, I don't think so. Okay, all right, fair enough. I think you can get different things out of them. Um, like I, I, I like the sciences too. Uh, they just they have a good good catalog of stuff. I recommend trying Dope Smoker though. It's uh, it's an experience. <laughs> I guess. Um, so you do you have so this is your obviously your favorite out of all sleep stuff, then right? It's not like right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what did what did you bring? I brought a band electric wizard they released a record in 2000 called dope throne um uh, they're they're english doom metal band uh consisting of basically main guy just osborne who plays guitar and vocals uh tim bagshaw does bass and mark green who does drums and this is all, all i guess all writing was done by just osborne and tim bagshaw so the bass and guitar player mm-hmm. um but uh this is another landmark in donor a uh, doom metal stoner metal whatever you want to call it it's i mean you, did you know about dope throne before i showed it to you i did mm-hmm. yeah it's it's, it's a, like you said it's a, a big milestone a big moment in that genre where it's like if people people ask like where do i start with stoner metal it's like either they will tell you dope throne or they'll tell you dope smoker and i mean they're they're not wrong yeah. <laughs> um, i do want to mention uh what what just Osborne told Kerrang in 2009 about mm. this record. And it, uh, I'll, uh, they, I'll just try to say it as best I can. Most of us were stuck in some drug addiction, alcoholism at the time, which is pure hate it was us against the world. We wanted to make the most disgusting, foul, putrid record that anyone has ever recorded. We can't out of the studio. So it's literally just wake up, consume as much fucking drugs as possible. And then start jamming. Um, so this reminds me, like when I, when I read that, I was like, that sounds a lot like neurosis record through silver and blood. Like, like they did the same thing, like just pure hate. Uh, yeah. Like, um, which and, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it when we're listening to it, but it's like, I feel like with these two albums, it's two like very different experiences with drugs <laughs> yeah. where it's like dope smoker is like, dude, weed fucking rules. And dope throne is just like, we, this sucks. Yeah, like I'm but, mad all the time. <laughs> dude, it, I love this ring cause it sounds so fucking dirty. Mm-hmm. But we'll get we'll get to that. Um, Electric Wizard, uh, great name. <laughs> like, like it doesn't get. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. It's been released several times. Uh, first in two thousand, uh, and then it went through different uh, labels. But Rise Above was the label that released it. Mm-hmm. Um, I by the way, I just bought the purple uh, vinyl reissue. Oh, very <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, I do not have a copy of this one, but I do. I should pick one up. It's yeah. It, I, I, it's a lot of shipping. So, like, I guess come from the UK. So, it's, uh, it's, it cost me 40 bucks, whatever. And then I, I was waiting for a phone call from my bank to make sure that I actually paid for that. Um, but man, I, it's hard for me to talk about this without actually playing the clip. So, I'm gonna, yeah, we'll I'm gonna play the clip. I'm gonna play dope. The, the, this is dope thrown by Electric Wizard. So, here we go. Mental institutions. 
bed. I am Anbalo. You wish to see me? There we go. That's Dope Throne by Electric Wizard. So, what did you know about this before listening to it? Uh, I mean, really not too much beyond um, having listened to it before. Okay, cool. 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 I, didn't, so, I didn't look too much into it. I think I've I've tried with Electric Wizard a couple other times. They have nine records, I, so there's a lot Yeah, I end up not liking a lot of their other stuff. Yeah. I love this thing, by the way. I, I love Dope Throne. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I, uh, man. So, um, I, I love the cover of this record. Also, I want to mention that it's basically just Satan smoking weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is not, the, the, there is weed imagery in it, especially with the name Dope Throne, but it's not quite as weed heavy as you would think when it comes to Dope Smoker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's no, um, there's no cute little puns with the names. Of a weed, there's, there, I mean, they just straight up say it, but the, this follows a lot of like stoner metal when it comes to like thick, like, like fantasy imagery. A lot of, oh, um, for sure. Yeah. There's a lot of HP Lovecraft and yeah. Conan the Barbarian on here. Yeah. But the, the thing I want to mention about the sound of this thing is when they say foul and putrid, fuck yeah. Like, like, yeah, you really get that. It's, yeah. it's like borderline sludge metal. Yeah. I it's, think. it's dirty. And it sounds great, and um, I my wife would hate it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I like I really like the sound of it. I think um, like overall, my only issue with it is like I'm not huge on the vocals on it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They they sound uh, what did I write down? They sound like they sound very like thin. Like a lot of it, there are a few tracks where it sounds like he's like singing through a phone. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of vocal kind of distorted and thin, which I'm not. I felt like it didn't it didn't quite fit the like thickness of the music because the, 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 the it's a thick <laughs> thick mix otherwise when it comes to the drums bass and guitar it sounds full it sounds dense mm-hmm. um, but you're right about the vocals they are heavily I, I would say distorted they can sound thin 
Um, and they're not near as booming as the music is. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it was a conscious decision to make it like cut through this thicker yeah. mix. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I felt like it, they felt kind of at odds with, with the music. Um, but it did help it give it that kind of gross, like sound. Oh, it's, it sounds gross. And that's what I love about it. Though. Like, like, <laughs> like, uh, it's like opening up a corpse and just seeing the intro slowly fall out. <laughs> um, uh, a lot of these tracks they do have um intros to them but we can just this is one of the albums we actually go track by track on and I hey we went track by track on dope smoker well, best we, we did go track the one track <laughs> we did do that. um let me pull up my notes for this one uh also i don't know if you guys need a madness but i i actually wrote stuff down about the the track transmines for the man transferal, which is the last track on this. Yeah. I noticed you put some in the, uh, the sampler as well. Yeah, I did. I had to, um, but, uh, it, it also, it's, it's, a, it wouldn't be record night if there aren't record songs that don't exceed to minutes long. So we'll talk oh, about course, those two. there are, there are three on here, yeah, but yeah. if you're going to talk about the bonus track, which you might have to just do on your own, cause I didn't yeah. take any notes on that one. Um, <laughs> there are three, uh, like longer than 10 minute long tracks on here. In case you're wondering that, that sample at the end of the, the, the talking at the end of the sample uh, was also, is also in the, uh, the a track version of this, like the actual like 2000 version. They actually mm-hmm. have that in there too. So it's not like, it's not like I, I did. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> right. No, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. It's part of the true dope throne. Experience. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is. So uh, we'll talk about the first song. Venom Sabathi. Um, it it it's Latin trans translating means Saturday wine, which I don't know what the fuck why whatever. But um, <laughs> so the, this one it, it starts out like dirty and evil blues because it, it's slow, right? So you get this um, booming, and it right away when I first heard this, I was like, oh, like, I was it's so not, like the bass is just so heavy because it's yeah. like way down tuned. This is like nice distortion on it. This shit is super fucking heavy. It's one of the heaviest records I've ever heard, honestly. Mm. To me, um, I mean, I'm sure there are people that are like, "Have you heard Primitive Man?" That's fine, but like, like it's this a, is it's a, a different kind of heavy. Yeah, yeah, this is a heavy fucking record, slow and pre- and like some might call it oppressive. Not me, however. Um, I think no, I think it does have kind of a. It's kind of depressing. It's kind of dark. It's got like points of like nihilism and misanthropy. Like, oh, dude, yeah, that, that's. And I'm not. I'm not mis. I mean, I'm kind of a, might be misanthropic. I'm not nihilistic, right? <laughs> but, but, but yeah, um, I mean, this one in like stark comparison to uh, Dope Smoker, this one is about like a bad experience with drugs. Yeah, but yeah, the, it's it's great because they they're not just like, oh, you know doing this drug was bad it's like we took a drug that we got from some eldritch horror because i'm a i'm a wizard or a cultist and you're just like wait what yeah like this this song itself talks about forced to serve this black god or slave to this black drug that it just sounds awful um, mm-hmm. narcotic and faceless ones like this one is i mean you could say it's a bad trip i guess but it's it's cool imagery, like uh, you know, I'm on the planet black, freezing moon, no turning back. Uh, so, in and uh, I don't know, looking at some of these stupid fucking quote, like a uh, fucking um genius annotations. Someone wants to mention mayhem, you know, 
which I'm, I don't know why. I mean, this is, this isn't black metal, you know, like, like right. I, they wouldn't call it that, but whatever. They, I mean, they are kind of touching on some similar things with like Satan and all that. Oh, yeah, stuff. There's definitely some, yeah. Satan, like, like I love the, the laugh that they've included on this record. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to do it twice, <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah. The song's the song's kind of weird because it's short for a stoner yeah, slash doom metal yeah, song. It's, it's only three, like three minutes. minutes. Yeah, three minutes. And uh, it, I guess this could be if you want to like a single off this record, this would probably be the best one to do because mm-hmm. it's three minutes and it's got a chorus. You know, Venom, uh, Forbidden Sorcery, Venom Sabathi, um, which is cool. <laughs> um, but we can uh, move on to the next track, Funeralopolis. Which is probably my favorite song on the record. I think it's their most famous song. Yeah. I mean, with the North Korea Warheads Ready Strike, the world's so fucked, let's end it tonight. Which is, I mean, all misanthropy, like, like, <laughs> and super nihilistic, but. But it, it leads in from the previous track. Like, they kind of take the feedback from mm-hmm. Venom Sabathi onto. Yeah, the, at the beginning of this, is sort of long, clean instruments, like, clean instrumentation, but it still sounds dirty because. You're not going to get a downtune bass that sounds clean. Right. <laughs> and this one, it's a little different because it's like they step away a little bit from uh, kind of like the faster metal side. Like this one sounds yeah. very Sabbathy. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of Sabbath worship on this whole thing, I think. Like, like mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think Electro, I mean, even their name is from Sabbath songs. So like right yeah yes like, like this this genre is kind of like what if those slower Sabbath songs kind of grew out into a whole genre like there's a lot of Sabbath worship in stoner and doom metal and what part of the reason I love this song so much because it sounds so fucking evil mm-hmm. <laughs> like like uh, bleak and evil uh, but I mean, you don't have to let it wait for too long for the heavy because about a minute and a half in that's when all the instruments come in and it gets heavy finally yeah. And lyrically on this one, um, it's really cool. It's just kind of about like, it's like post-apocalyptic. The funeral opolis is a reference to just like earth. They're like, everyone's dead. We're basically like a cemetery planet. Like that's what we got. What is it? It's a funeral planet, a dead black asteroid mausoleum, this world, a tomb. (laughs) Um, I like, I do like a corporate maggots feed on the carry on. Uh, they talking about flesh press factories, um, but I I do think if you, if you're gonna look in deep into this, they're gonna talk about how you know humans destroying the planet they're on. We're already dead, so fuck it all. Like like mm-hmm. so yeah, very kind of like nihilistic or uh, existential. Like he even kind of goes into his feelings about it, where he's like, I don't care. This world means nothing. Life has no meaning. My feelings are numb. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah like like this is it's is it's true like when it comes to like like when you're thinking about this type of metal it this fits it perfectly when you know life has no meaning faceless masses uh and then of course the when i mentioned earlier nuclear warheads ready strike the world is so fucked let's end it tonight um i disagree but you know it's still <laughs> it's still a killer part of the song. The last four minutes of the song are so fucking killer, dude. I just yeah, like the the uh the song like picks up like it gets oh, yeah. it gets uh faster uh gets some really just like solid riffage, which is what you want from an album like this. Um, 
And then like the very end where he's kind of repeating those two lines, mm-hmm. uh, which you do, he, they like to do that a lot kind of throughout yeah. the album. I think there's like three or four songs that it, they just kind of repeat a line at the end and do something. Yeah. Um, but it gets really kind of like percussive and cacophonous when they're talking <laughs> about bombs. So it yeah. almost has this vibe of like bombs dropping. And I do like, uh, I did, uh, they, he does say fuck at the end of it. Like, I, the, yeah, just sense. like, like that's the punctuation on the song. Just like, yeah, fuck. Just, <laughs> and I had to end it with I had to include that in the sample. The fuck, um, but again, like you said, uh, like uh, they had to do something with the lyrics, I guess they did them to cut through, but I don't know, man. Um, but we can move on to the next track or tracks. No, I, I mean, it's one track, but yeah. it's Weird Tales slash Electric Frost slash Golgotha slash uh, Altar of Melictas. Which is a actually a, it's a that's a god uh, the, uh man what I'm trying to remember religion but it's like a peacock god but people saw it as like the devil like yeah I think it, it they the genius annotation said it was from like the Quran so uh, it might be from like Islam uh, uh, Yazid Yazid's Yazidi deity so Yazidi mm. uh, I might be uh, if you guys any Yazidians listen to this. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, so this is weird for a track that has like four names. Uh-huh. Um, uh, kind of like a lot of like, it, it seems like disparate things where it's like they're connecting like HP Lovecraft stuff, but then also there's like some Jesus stuff. And then there's also, uh, it's like real religions with fake religions are kind of like mushing it together, but, but then see, this, also see, all the, two of the tracks me. don't have lyrics. <laughs> That's true. So th- to me, the, this whole track is, uh, the, I don't know what to add though. So too, because all of it is just mostly, I just thought H.P. Lovecraft, which I'm sure mm-hmm. you've read some H.P. Lovecraft. I have is I've read a lot of it. Uh, like, like I think I have like five board games based on Cthulhu. Um, right. <laughs> um, it's impossible to escape that I, in uh, but, board games. Have you, have you played a? We got this one in the mail called Mark Makina Arcana. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. It's uh, it's like steampunk mixed with with a uh, like Cthulhu mythos, and it is so fucking hard to learn how to play, dude. Like, oh like, really? I I I, I, I pride myself to figure out. Uh, no, I pride myself my wife teaching me how to play these super <laughs> fucking fucking complicated games. This one we both had trouble with. Like, That's crazy. So much involved. We'll get to it eventually. It was just a, we have so much stuff that. We forget we are a good Kickstarter, like you know, a year and a half back, and it's now just now showing up. I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot we ordered this. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. but there there are a lot of HP Lovecraft references on here. They mention a Yugoth, uh, yeah. unknown Kadath, Hy- yeah. Hyperborean continent. Yeah, it's it it's cool. Um, it's a long song. It's a uh, ten minutes thirty one seconds. And this, for a lot no, of this the- is fifteen minutes and four seconds. Ooh. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a long song. It's 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 a song that's going to be long. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but each section kind of has a new riff to it, so it does have like a little bit of like it, there's like a nice amount of diversity in the track, but it's it's cool. At one point, they introduce like a big gong that they hit. Yeah, yeah, that's just pretty pretty killer. I'm I'm, I'm deep into that. Uh, the weird shit they have in this song. It's um, it's a great it's song. It's drony and atmospheric near the end. Like it, it yeah. starts kind of faster, and then it gets really slow. And like, 
yeah, I really enjoy that because it's like super heavy, super doomy. Um, and it shows Not, that they can do like the rocking and the, the doomy atmospheric stuff equally oh, as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a doom guy, but I I was really into this record. Like, like mm-hmm. yeah, I am a doom guy. It sounds That's to me like you're a doom guy. Then. Yeah, oh, no, <laughs> but <laughs> um, uh, but this is where I started writing it down. We we might have to talk about the uh, the there. There's a little bit of lazy lyricism on this album. What are you getting? They describe so much stuff as just black. Oh, you're black. Yeah, there's a lot of blackness in this. I wrote them down. (laughs) Black rays emit. Black chant. Black chanting. Black asteroid. Black clouds. Planet black. Black drug. Black god. Black mane. Black emotions. Black nebula. Black sun. Black amps. Black monoliths. That's across the entire album. Every song they mention, this thing's black. And it's like, I'm trying to figure out, like, is that their, like need to add a syllable word because that's what it seemed like (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's you know you'll hear some bands or some musicians they'll they'll say half a syllable and then move into the next syllable the next line basically you're like Mm -hmm. the same thing i i don't know um this is released in 2000 i don't know how much blackness was hip at the time i'm sure at the time i'm sure black's always been kind of hip right yeah Um, great color but yeah, but um, it's great color or all the colors together, whatever. Um, but um, yeah, I, I can definitely, uh, I definitely get your criticism of the lyrics here because the lyrics aren't the best. This is all about it, music. That's that's kind of the most obvious to me. But there are there are a couple. Are you ready to move on to the next track? Yeah, barbarian. Barbarian. This is kind of where I started to notice, like, yeah, maybe the lyrics are a little more amateurish than yeah. I would prefer like i feel like this this track specifically kind of had a i don't know like a young (laughs) i was gonna say like a young punk band vibe to it where it's like we need to write about something we like uh it's conan yeah so they write about conan and it's just like the lyrics kind of come off as like a little clunky a little cheesy about you know their badass barbarian king, but it's like he's getting stuff bloody like, thrown. <laughs> yeah, slashed to pieces is your fate. Unleash berserker <laughs> rage, no one shall escape. Like I, I don't know. It it sounds like really amateurish. I don't know. I don't know quite know how to describe it. It sounds like something I would have written in like high school, trying to write a song about Conan. Uh, do you like Conan, by the way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like um, sword and board fantasy stuff is pretty fun where you just got a barbarian who doesn't know magic slicing up <laughs> annoying evil wizards. Real quick, when you, when you uh, play like a game like Skyrim or we get to choose your character, do you always I always go with the brute first, like the dude who's just like super strong, like like Conan, like a barbarian. Mm-hmm. First off, um, be honest, I don't really play Skyrim type stuff. I don't like those games, yeah. but I when I'm playing stuff yeah. like Dark Souls or Elden Ring, that is what I do. I do yeah. melee build with a guy with a big ass sword. Very little magic. Yeah, magic to me is a little, little, little too like I'm like this is too much. Like I can't. <laughs> um, like magic stuff is fun. I just I don't know. I like I like swinging big swords. Yeah, I, I like I like the um yeah I like the tactile feel of it. Just, mm-hmm. But but um man, this like when it comes to the the sound, of this song. 
it's really more the same. Like, like it's going to be, uh, it's going to be heavy. It's, um, it's six minutes, 29 seconds. Mm-hmm. So short, um, it's a short yeah, track. It's just compared to, <laughs> yeah. Comparatively. Um, but again, again, at the outro, if you want to look deep, super into this is you think you're civilized, but you will never understand. I'm not quite sure what they're getting out there. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't they call them barbarians. I don't know the fuck they're talking about, but, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know if that's them like trying to connect it to their real world feelings where they're like, we're gonna civilize you through violence because we hate people. I don't know. Oh. Um, yeah, but, but that, that is a good part my, too. It's my least favorite song on the record. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. and again, with the, the lyrics they're they're doing that repeating two lines at the end of the song while they jam thing. Yeah, they do that a lot actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> like but, it's um, not a it's not a bad technique. No, no, uh, no. But like when you're listening to an album and reading the lyrics and you it's just something you notice. Yeah. Like I probably wouldn't notice if I was just listening to it normally, but it's like yeah. having the lyrics in front of me is like, oh shit, they are doing that a lot. You want me the eye the witchfinder? Yes, the second of the three long tracks at yeah, oh. eleven minutes and four seconds. Yeah, and it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's. They say it's in, it's influenced by the Mark of the Devil, which is with the intro. I am Alvin. Do you wish you wish to see me? That's where that's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cool. It's. I mean, it's a cool song, but mostly jamming. Like, cause, cause there's not that many lyrics, and it's eleven minutes long. Um, I. That's the way I, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> But I I like the approach they take in this one where they're talking about the witch trials, but from the perspective of a person who's doing the the hunting, the trialing, the witch hunter. Um, so, so like the uh, yeah, I I got that too. I was like, that's an interesting way to, to go by. Most times it's like someone getting convicted of this shit are the people that are being, you know, the the song, the area of the song, but this is the one trying to find them. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to find the witch, and it which, does a it does a good job of this. Like the reason they were doing witch hunts is because they were in a covenant with Satan. So obviously they're <laughs> evil. But then it's like because it's from his perspective, it's like oh well, obviously this guy's the evil one. Like yeah, yeah, it's I, pretty. I know she's I know she's guilty before I find her. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The dude like tortures for pleasure. It's fucked yeah. up. Yeah, but it, it's a evil sounding song, which you'd expect with a song called "I, mm-hmm. I the Witch Finder." Um, uh, they also on this one, uh, the guitar was already down tuned, but on this one, it seems like they tuned it even lower. Like everything just sounds so like rumbly. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say rumbly. Uh, it, it's a uh, cool. I, 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 I really want to figure out what they down tuned to. I'm going to find oh, out. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sure you can find some sort of tab or something online. Yeah. May, may I like, email Joe Osborne? Maybe he'll tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then yeah, track ends with a long jam, which I'm always down for. Yeah, it's it's kind of a it's a kind of, it kind of thumbles it kind of like it thumps along like 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 you said it's really rumbly, but it also sort of it it has a gallop to it. Mm-hmm. I would say like footsteps or something like that. It's pretty cool. Um, I like the outro either which finder like you said uh, again repeating this it over and over again while they jam right uh, and. Yeah. Uh, again, the, the, the like you were saying, the uh, out of all the stuff that's um that's thin when it comes to the vocal mix, this is pretty noticeably thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Right. I, th- I wonder if that's because they tuned the stuff lower. Like yeah. it, it gives the the mix a much more like thicker, heavier feel to it. So having it makes the lyrics stand out more. Mm-hmm. You wanted Hills Have Eyes? Yeah. Um, Instrumental for you, like 40 something seconds. It's it's cool. Enough. It's like a, it seems like they just recorded a studio jam and we're like, yeah, yeah we got 46 seconds out of it. it it's it'd be cool if it was longer. I like, I like it, the it, little bit they do. Yeah. It's a, kind of like a break, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's not heavy at all. It's just sort of like kind of, I mean, in the way that, that you expect something to be heavy, this isn't that heavy. Like that song. But exactly. But, but we hate you. It's very heavy. Yeah. Um <laughs> I would say this is probably the maybe the angriest track on the album. Oh yeah, dude. Because they're not uh, they're not really hiding their anger behind like talking about HP Lovecraft or Conan the Barbarian anymore. Now they're like, I'm gonna go out <laughs> in the street and murder people. Yeah, it's yeah, it's um, it's pretty fucking misanthropic, like and nihilistic. This this track right here is something I can't. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I can't relate to this at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I, I've never been that angry at humanity. I mean, right? I'm. It, it breaks my heart, but I've never been this fucking pissed off. Yeah, um, I mean the the line on here. Uh, then your fucking world brings me down again. So I'll take my father's gun and walk down to the street. And I think he says some stuff about it's like something about I'll kill everyone I meet or something like that. Yeah, yeah, which is, uh, um, but and of course it says something about hate begins to breed, which is just kind of, I kind of shiver at that the hate breed shit. Um, But uh, but again, it's it's a heavy fucking song, Mm -hmm. and and um, it's the one I have I think I have the the hardest time liking. I guess the best way to put it. Yeah, like especially lyrically, because I think yeah. it, there's just I don't know. It's cringy. Like it's obviously just like young dude who's mad at the world, and it's just kind of like, eh, whatever. Go back. We get it. We get it, dude. <laughs> Luckily, by this point, by the end of this track, I was like, God, will you just sing about weed already? Yeah. And then which, it goes into the final track, which is great. Great um track. We'll, we'll move on Dope Throne because I really want to talk about it. Yeah, the, uh, it's the titular track. It's the uh, third and final of the long tracks. This is the one that's ten minutes and thirty six seconds. Oh yeah, and it's it it. This is about basically this this one. They actually start talking about this is a cool song because it's about like 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 loud music or about like metal and about about drugs and it it's you know like for example black amps tear through the sky mm-hmm. a feedback will free i was like i was like yeah they're fucking doing this by the way you know by the um <laughs> by the power of rock yeah <laughs> you know what i mean this i mean this is uh electric wizards dope smoker yeah they're dope they're dropping out of life you know it's like they've got weed they've got like magic in there they've got music they're talking about riffs and amps and planet song and feedback and then there's yeah. like some religious ceremony to go along with it. And, the, and if you were unclear, the time we did say vision through THC, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they make it very clear that some of marijuana. Um, um, I uh, even think there are there's like sleep references in it because they say uh, Titan Sonic Wave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which sleep have a song called Sonic Titan? Yeah, that they could definitely mean something. I mean, it looks like they came around the same time, two thousand. Yeah, well, I think uh, uh, 
Jer- the Jer- Jerusalem version came out oh, yeah, yeah, uh, sure. in like 99, but I don't know. It, it feels like there's a reference, Obvi- not a ripoff, not maybe not even much of an homage, but it's like after listening to Dope Smoker and then like seeing this and I'm like, oh, I'm seeing a lot of connections here. Holy feedback will free. It will free yeah. um, through his crown <laughs> with weed. Um, I, my my favorite but, part of this whole track is he goes like smoke and then just a wall of like feedback <laughs> shows up. And it's like uh, it's, a punctuation uh, yeah, like, to like end the first half of the track. This this is a long track too. It's like what it's like ten minutes and it's mm-hmm. um it's the titular one. Like like the the first early versions of this record end with this song because it's got to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, it's I mean, it's a great track. And I I love like right at the end, everything's capped off with it sounding like somebody saying like, we're fucked. <laughs> Which I can't disagree with. And this these past couple months have been hard for the world. And I, mm-hmm. uh, my, heart, my heart goes out to people on that, on that aspect on it. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, it's. I don't know if I have much more to say about this record. It's that it's fucking heavy as shit, and I'm looking forward to coming to the mail whenever that would be like three, four months. I don't know how long it's gonna take. Yeah. Give me the copy of Dope Throne. But I mean, this is this is absolutely essential listening if you're getting into stoner rock, stoner metal. It's a quick quick story about this record itself. Mm-hmm. I, I had a friend, he's turning 18, and on his birthday, he wanted to smoke, he wanted people to come over and smoke uh I think it was 50 joints and listen God. to Dope Throne. I didn't smoke at the time, so I, I just kind of stopped by, and there were like eight dudes standing in the room listening to Death Throne, and I was like, man, this is a, a smelly room. So oh, yeah. I, I got out. I didn't, I, didn't, uh, I didn't stay, but this was the record they were listening to, <laughs> Electric Wizard. And um, I, I, this was before, like, I, I guess anyone had a copy of Dope Smoker. Uh, I actually don't know if it was this one or Unofficially, it was like 2008, uh, 2000 or seven, 2007, maybe. It was, I, I just like, I graduated in 2004, so mm-hmm. I don't know, it was around that time, <laughs> 2005, 2006. Between those three years, I don't exactly remember, but I do distinctly remember walking to that, that apartment bedroom and just being, just being barreled in with smoke. I'm like, God, this is, this is crazy. Yeah, 50 was, joints worth of smoke. <laughs> it was super hot in the room, too. I remember being super uncomfortable. Would like, you say it was like a hot box? It was a hot box. <laughs> um, I, I did, I did for the, every other version of this record that comes out, of the, they had a bonus track called, um, I have it somewhere in here. Yeah, a bonus track, uh, which I actually actually didn't write about because I, did, I didn't know if you were going to talk about it. Yeah, but, you said it was a bonus track, so I didn't listen to it. Uh, well, um, uh, did did you listen to this? Did you you don't have a copy of this, do you? Mm-mm. No, I need to get one. Yeah, uh, there's some, some lyrics in there, but it's most the last track is mostly instrumental. Mm-hmm. Sounds a lot like Dope Throne, even. Um, but uh, though there's like you know, six minutes of silence in the end until uh, they play that outro, which I which I played, talking about you know heavy metal music and satanic right. satanic shit, which you know are all about. Satanic oh, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's the, that stuff. Like every time I hear some of the, the Satanic Panic in the '80s, I'm there. I listen to it or I watch <laughs> it, you know, because it's so fucking ridiculous. Oh but, yeah, so stupid. But uh, this is dope thrown by Electric Wizard. 
I gotta be honest, man. I don't know anything else by them. I might check it out. But- uh, I think I've heard some of their newer stuff and I didn't like it, but they have an album, I think called like black mass or something like that. That yeah, people yeah, say yeah. is also pretty good. Okay. I, I do know that people also like the one before this one, uh, which is come my fanatics. So, Oh yeah. I've heard that one's a good one too. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I listened to a wizard bloody wizard and was like, eh, that's not very good. Was it called black mass? What the heck was that album called? It was, uh, yeah, it's called Witch Black Cult, Masses. Witch Cult Witch- Today, uh, I think, was the other good one. Black Masses, I think, wasn't that great. Yeah, I gotta be honest, I don't like the cover of the Wizard Bloody Wizard one. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, Dope Throne by Electric Wizard. Uh, great record. I'm glad we listened to it. Um, and uh, I think it's time for us to draw a new theme. I agree. I do agree. Good. All right, uh, let me pull this over, and I'll dig deep in there. Okay, what I got? I got latest album from artists we grew out of. Okay. Yeah. So um, this will be new to us. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure, sure there are plenty of bands you grew out of, right? And you stopped listening to them. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of whether those bands still make music anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about the one I'm going to choose, but we'll do it. Um, uh, hopefully, I like it. Maybe, maybe it'll bring me back into the into the space. Maybe. But I, I haven't gone to the trouble of listening to it lately. Um, but um, yeah, uh, so uh, that's that's an interesting thing. And I think I brought it up to you before I put it in the hat, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always down to revisit old music, old new music, new old, old new music. music. All right, man. Uh, I think th- I think we're 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 done. Like, let's get going, pal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me and a friend of mine do the music for this podcast. Uh, so if you like the music you're hearing now or what you heard at the top, um, check us out. We're on Bandcamp at smell.bandcamp.com. Uh, I've got two little EPs on there, so feel free to grab those for free if you'd like. Yeah. And what about that. you? What do you got do going it. on? I do a weekly movie podcast called Movies Don't Suck and Some That Do. You can find all places that uh, you can find Record Night. I I don't. I mean, you could like it. I don't know, but um, but um, but we do mostly new movies stuff that you that's um that you'll heard of definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, that comes out weekly. Uh, very rarely do we take a week off. So every now and then. You know, every hundred episodes or so, you might see there's no episode for that week, but we do it as uh, we do every week. So, um, yeah, check out Movies Don't and something to do. You can find it all places you find Record Night. Mm-hmm. So, or everyone you find podcasts, we do a YouTube channel if you guys want to look at my uh, mug, say shit. Um, <laughs> just look up Movies Don't Suck podcast and you'll be able to find our stuff on YouTube. But yeah, you uh, do stuff on, you do like Facebook Live too, right? Yeah, it, it's broadcast on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook Live at the same time. Oh, I got you. Yeah, so uh, I think uh, it'll be out day by the time you listen to this, but it's we're doing it Thursday or Wednesday this week. But we we, just, we do it usually Thursdays at six thirty. So if you guys are at six thirty Central, so if you guys are awake or you want to watch us do that, you can watch us live uh, at our Reasons Like Podcast Facebook, or just search on YouTube and subscribe and we'll be giving our live thoughts on stuff 
Yeah. But, uh, go figure, go listen to them and see what, uh, what movies you should see or shouldn't see. Oh yeah. That's something they do. Um, but, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is a, uh, this was a uh, recognized. Thanks for listening. And I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. And we'll see you next time.